Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the joy of living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good morning bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And the good is right here at the joy of living. That's why you tuned in. This is Barry Shore on voiceamerica.com and the show, The Joy of Living, exists for one reason only. The only reason I get up in the morning and I sit here and I have a show that brings to you the best talented people in the world is for you. Y-O-U. E-W-E, you. It's all about you becoming the best you possible. Because when you're the best you possible, you make a difference. That's right. You go mad. And in this case, mad is very good because it means make a difference. So as you know, we have, thank God today, wow, 258,763 people listening all over the world through the magic of what they call internet radio, brought to you by voiceamerica.com. And your humble host does three things on this particular segment before we introduce our amazing guest today. And she is a pip. She is one of the most fantastic, capable, uh, how should we say, energetic beings that you will ever have the pleasure of encountering. So we do three things. Number one, we say hello to people in two different cities throughout the world, and we'll welcome them to the show. Number two, uh, I'll make you aware that what we do is we work a lot with words, because that's what stories are about, words. And we take words, and we use the first letter of each word to make an acronym, or we take a particular word and we break up its component parts and we reformat it to make it positive and powerful and purposeful because that enables you to become the better you. Though I do also have to warn you in advance that your humble host does use four-letter F-U words. And I do it liberally and often during the show. So just be aware I'm warning you in advance because it's a lot of fun. Whoop! There it is right there. Fun. F. U-N-N. But you say, wait a minute, Mr. Shore, that's not how you spell fun. It's F-U-N. It's three letters. That's not how I spell it. I spell it F-U, capital N, capital N, fun. So when you see your family or your friends later today and you look at them and say, F-U, everybody, 
Remember to add NN capitals in there, or else they'll think you're being a little bit rude. So we're going to have a lot of fun today. Uh, wow, this is <laughs> talking about fun. I'm looking at the board, and I see there are two cities that have the exact same name, and they're in different parts of the world. And interestingly, even more, I just realized geography, or geographically speaking, they both border the same ocean, but on completely different continents. Oh, this is just too much fun. Okay, uh, without further ado, a little bit of a drum roll and a fanfare. We welcome people from Casablanca, Morocco. Casablanca, one of the greatest, most interesting, fascinating cities in the world. Casablanca is, is ancient. I think it was settled by the, uh, the Phoenicians and the Berbers back in six or 700 years before the Common Era. That's 26, 2700 years ago. And it's right there on the Atlantic Ocean as the hump of Africa begins to turn around. And interesting enough, I believe, yes, certainly Casablanca is the largest city in Morocco. Morocco is a kingdom. Morocco is a very large kingdom in terms of area, and it has a number of cities that are both ancient and prosperous and wonderful with a magnificent group of people that are really into the 21st century. And Casablanca is the most important city in my humble opinion, all of Africa, maybe excepting Cairo. Casablanca is a huge port. I think it's the second or third largest port in the entire continent. It is the financial center of Morocco. It is a thriving economy, and it has a great ancient history. I mean, you could spend months in all of Morocco, but Casablanca, of course, is um, famous for a number of things. First of all, the Portuguese uh, settled there in the early 1500s because it's one of the first places outside of continental Europe that – Uh, merchants and traders were willing to go and not fall off the map of the world. It was a place that you could sail to and still feel comfortable. And uh, eventually you go all the way down around Africa, the, the, um, the, the horn and go over to India. So it was founded uh, by the Portuguese in terms of European uh, situation in the 1500s. And it changed hands a number of times back and forth with Spain and Portugal, mostly Spanish. And then the French, had a great influence. They took it over as well as most of North Africa. Uh, after the early part of the 1900s, I think 1906 or so was a real official time. Uh, in World War II, it became an extremely important place because it's one of the first places that the Allied armies got together to invade uh, North Africa to fight against the evil of the Nazis who had taken over all of North Africa. And of course, that's the setting, even though the movie was filmed only in Los Angeles, <laughs> but that's a setting for one of the greatest movies of all time, or at least it's considered so now with uh, Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca, where he says to his piano player in the great bar there, play it again, Sam. If you played it for her, you can play it for me. <laughs> I'm crying tears even thinking about it. It's such a great line. 
And of course, when the police chief comes in and he says, uh, he finds gambling, gambling in Rick's place there. He says, I'm shocked. I'm shocked, uh, which is a great line we use in politics these days. So talking about politicians and the fact that they take money. Okay, well, I'm shocked, yes. And then in 1956, Morocco declared independence from France. And as I said, it still has its issues with a large, diverse population, but uh, it's managing to hold its own. Casablanca itself has a population of three and a half or 3.4 million people. And I'm happy to say at this moment, we have 2,819 people listening to us from Casablanca, Morocco. So welcome, welcome, wonderful people. And the other place, go sailing, uh, when is that, west? Yeah, sailing west across the Atlantic Ocean, and bing, you'll end up in North Carolina, and you will run right into a city on the Atlantic coast called Casablanca, North Carolina. Now, Technically, Casablanca, I see, I did a little Google just now. Um, it's part of a larger city called Fayetteville. But uh, Fayetteville is a big city in North Carolina, but it's not a big city in terms of America. Casablanca itself is a population of approximately 2,900 people. But we have, we have 81 people listening to us right now. So as percentage of population, it's really good. Hello, people in Casablanca, North Carolina facing the Atlantic Ocean, and you can wave across the ocean to their friends in Casablanca, Morocco. So welcome, everybody. Welcome. And as I said, on this show, this part of the show, what we do is we begin to work with words. Words are part and parcel of our very being, and we use them to create images and stories, which we'll be talking about a lot with wonderful Miri Rodriguez, one of the greatest storytellers in the world. Um, so here's an interesting one. Here's a, an acronym, WWW. Now, if you ask almost anybody, they'll tell you, well, yeah, that has to do with the Internet, which is uh, basically true. But I want you to understand this aspect of it. Here's where it gets important to you. And remember, the joy of living is all about you. And if you ever miss a minute of this show, or even better, you want to share it with five friends and family, and we, I urge you to do that because we have tens of thousands of people who download this and share it, and therefore you're going to influence hundreds of thousands of people, and especially share it with people who you think you don't like or don't like you. Because if you do that, you're building a bridge. When you build a bridge that's based on kindness and goodness, you create harmony. And when you do that, you make the world a better place. And that's great for you. So here's a WWW. What does it really stand for? Okay, a little drum roll and a fanfare. Ba -bum, ba -bum. What a wonderful world. With, of course, a hat tip to the great Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, for making that song go viral years ago and infecting everybody, affecting everybody. WWW. What a wonderful world. And what a is a word. W-H-A-T-A. <laughs> now, one of the great words of life that can really make a difference for you and everybody you know is a word that everybody loves. It's something you enjoy doing. Smile. S-M-I-L-E. Smile is one of the most important acronyms you'll ever internalize. And it stands for seeing miracles in life every day 
<laughs> is that a wow? And wow, of course, is another acronym. Wow stands for words of wisdom. Because when you hear something that you just can't express it any other way, say, wow, words of wisdom, smile, seeing miracles in life every day. Yes, that's the genius of living and building in a world that is founded on kindness. Kindness is so important. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. Because we all know this, everyone, I mean everyone you meet, is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. And when you do that, you create the world that you want to live in. And create is a wondrous acronym. It stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And when you do that, you not only make a better world, you make a difference. You go mad. You're having fun. <laughs> F-U, everybody. F-U-N-N. You're having fun. Because that's what the joy of living is about. And it will cause you to use the word thank. Thank you. Thank you. Learn to make that a habit, a good habit on your lips, on your heart, and in your mind. Thank you. Because thank is one of the great acronyms of the world. It stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. Kindness is an essential element in living a beautiful life. A life that creates www. What a wonderful world. As our dear, dear invited guest, I'd rather call her friend, will be talking to us about, in the, right after the segment, we're going to go to a break in a couple, in a minute or so, and you're going to be able to welcome back this remarkable being. Her name is Miri Rodriguez, M-I-R-I, and I believe that Miri is either short for Miriam, or it's a maybe a Spanish way of saying Mary, M-A-R-Y, or it doesn't mean either of those things. It's M-I-R-I, and that's the name that she was given. <laughs> we'll find out. But she is somebody special. She is a globally recognized storyteller. Imagine that. What do you do in your life to earn money to take care of your house and your family and things like that? I tell stories. Wow. <laughs> that's a... That's a wow, isn't it? Words of wisdom, and she is. And she's the head of the global internet intern, internship program at a small company that's headquartered up in the Seattle area. I think it's Redmond, Washington. It's known as Microsoft. Yes, that Microsoft. So she is the chief storyteller and head of the global internship program at Microsoft. So she's going to be joining us in, in just a couple of minutes. And again, if you miss a moment of this show and you want to share it, which I encourage you to do, go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com, you'll find Lots of resources there that, again, will be a benefit to you. Because remember, the show is only and for you. Y-O-U. E-W-E. You. So go there. Use it. And you'll find that it's a big wow. 
There's lots of words of wisdom. It's all free. You can keep inspiring noble deeds. You can order a card even that says, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. And it's free. (laughs) Order them, distribute them, along with something called the Keep Smiling cards. And remember, SMILE stands for seeing miracles in life every day. And if you do that, you're creating a world that is going to be filled with joy, happiness, peace, and love. And love, leave you with this before we go to the break, living on vibrant energy. That's what love is all about. You do it, you feel it, and you will go mad. You will make a difference. And when we return, you are going to hear from one of the most dynamic, powerful, purposeful, pleasant, pretty people that you'll ever have the privilege of meeting. Wonderful Miri Rodriguez. So we'll see you just on the other side of this break. And um, stay tuned. And don't go away. Best wishes. Bye now. I just want to share with you one of the great sites on the internet. It's called Skillshare. It's an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. My wife, my wonderful Naomi, she's taking a class right now called Happy Household Plants. And I can tell you, it's making a difference not only in the house, but in her. She loves doing it because that's the beauty of Skillshare. So whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. You can join the millions of people who are already learning on Skillshare today and is a special offer just for my listeners. You will get two months of Skillshare for free, F-R-E-E, capital. That's right. Skillshare is offering the joy of living listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free, F-R-E-E. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living to start your two months free now. That's Skillshare.com slash Joy of Living. You will be happy you did. Hi, everybody. Polly and Bark. Paulyandbark.com, one of the best furniture sites we've ever found. Not only did we find the site, but we ordered the furniture. We love it in our home, and I'm sure you love it in yours. Because we're talking about contemporary flair with what we call iconic inspirations. And these people are driven to bring us the best quality at the lowest possible price because they are built with durability and they're sophisticated and it's inviting beautiful looking furniture. You'll be so happy that you found polyandbark.com. And when you use 
Joy Living 10, Joy Living 10 at checkout, you get 10% additional discount. Pauly and Bark, furniture you'll be happy to say to people in your home, hey, look at this, come and sit down and enjoy. Paulieandbark.com. Use Joy Living 10 and get extra 10% discount. Best wishes. Do it now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the joy of living with barry shore to participate in today's program we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to barry at barryshore.com now back to the joy of living Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And do we have good? I'm going to be introducing to you Miri Rodriguez. As I told you just before the break, she is the chief storyteller. (laughs) for a small company called Microsoft. She runs their global internship program. She's a creative journalist, a content advocate. She's an evangelizer for brand narrative and showcasing how Microsoft employees and partners leverage storytelling techniques for their success. So without further ado, a drum roll, a fanfare. Please, Miri, say hello to everybody, and then we'll ask you a question. Hello, everybody. What a wonderful welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Barry. This is amazing. I love what you're doing here, and I love that you brought me in. This is wonderful. Thank you for having me. Nice that we have you. So I said before the break, Mary spells her name M-I-R-I, and I was positing, Mm -hmm. is it short for Miriam, M-I-R-I-M, or is it M-A-R-Y? Is there a story with it? There's always a story. There's always a story. It's actually neither of those. Uh, it is spelled M-I-R-I-A-N-I-S. It's, the full name is Mirianis. And it wasn't originally spelled that way. My mother worked at a French perfume factory where they mixed the essences, the fragrances of the perfumes. And so she picked up my name and my older sister's name from there. And mine is actually a derivative of myrrh, the essence of myrrh, and actually star anise. So it's Mirianis. And so it's a French perfume spelling name. And I do have a fair name, actually, that if I were to mix it with an oil, it would become a perfume. What's the other name? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how many people can put their name to their being? See, I've had the pleasure of meeting Miri, and she is perfume. So the beauty of perfume, of fine perfume, is that when you put it on you, it's not overpowering, it's alluring, it's attractive, and it lingers. There's a great book that uh, actually was a French a Frenchman wrote, and I think it was originally in France, called Parfum. And it's a, it's a, fa- mm-hmm. a fantastic story about perfume and such. I recommend everybody. But please, Mary, tell us about what yes. you do with the people at Microsoft. And remember, you're, everybody should know, she does things 
globally. Tell us what you do with Microsoft, with employees, and how you spend your amazing waking hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it feels like there's never really a waking hour. It's always uh, I'm on the hour uh, because we are a global company and we have a presence all over the world. We have 120,000, 25,000 employees worldwide. And, uh, you know, we're one of the biggest companies uh, in the tech industry. And so it's a wonderful uh, honor for me to be a part of this effort uh, that we're leading, which is storytelling at Microsoft and beyond. It's really using stories to connect emotionally, uh, in, internally with our employees, externally with our partners and our customers, and really drive a connection driven by story. And not, not, not so much about our products and services uh, and those features, but really how our products and services are enabling people to do more, empowering them, and picking up those stories and letting them tell that story. So uh, my days are busy with lots of storytelling techniques. Uh, I also lead the global, as you said, the global internship program. So I'm managing, I just started, actually I'm starting this role right now, uh, and I'm taking over uh, this program where global interns come uh, every summer. We have a 12-month program from all over the world. Uh, and our intent is that they will actually get hired and become full-time employees the following year. So we, we pick them up from every university possible, and we scout them really nicely, and, uh, and we bring them in so they can experience the Microsoft life, what we call Microsoft life, and have this lived experience, uh, and then come back and be a part of our team and, and continue, you know, this, uh, this movement of, of innovation with this new generation with these students. So it's a really fun, uh, entertaining, uh, very, very busy world that I'm in. <laughs> This is so amazing. So I just want to make everybody aware. Uh, a lot of people run their lives at 50, 60 miles an hour, which is fast. Some people run at 100, 120 miles an hour, which is really fast. Mary is about uh, a mile short of the speed of light. So the fact that she's <laughs> even here allowing us to have 48 minutes of her time is insanely wondrous. People pay tens of thousands of dollars. Remember, this show is the joy of living. It's all about you. So you wrote, mm-hmm. I wrote down just a couple of things you said. This is wonderful. People hear the word Microsoft, they think computer. Okay, right. But that's not what you yeah. said. And this is the genius of what you bring to the world. It's a movement for innovation. Can you give us an example of something that, in storytelling, that you teach the techniques and the abilities for maybe even engineers, you know, geeks, to be able to communicate what it is they do, that it's not just zeros and ones and data. It's about innovation. Yes, 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 absolutely. So we teach, the techniques I teach is basically driven on empathy. It starts with being empathetic to yourself, to your message, to your audience, uh, thinking a little bit deeper than just a target audience and thinking what emotions you want to evoke when you're going to talk about something, what you're going to tell a story. I teach about, and it's really a reminder, not so much a teaching, but a reminder that we are natural storytellers. We tell stories all the time, but we fail to bring that to the workplace or to the, you know, the environment where it needs to be a little bit more intentional and to actually think about what emotion we are going to drive with that intention, how our customers are, anybody who comes in contact with that story, how they're going to feel when they come in contact with it. And are we really aiming at that emotion or do we want to change that? Do we, you know, we have the power to do 
do that with the way that we craft the story. So I teach people to also design the story. I say that storytelling is a verb, meaning it never ends. It's a continuous design approach that we have to think about all the time. It's not always, you know, it's not like we draw a mission statement and then we drop and we're like, okay, this is what we're about. It really is beyond that. It's continuously refreshing, refining, and adding new things to the story, new characters maybe, new elements, uh, new plot twists, because as the brand or as the person continues to evolve, uh, so does the story. So we have to be aware of that. Whoa. I just wrote down two pieces that for me are very important because part of my life is storytelling. Uh, You know my story, but I'll mention again because, again, we have hundreds of thousands of people and always tens of thousands of new ones. But the idea that what you said really resonated with me. You're not so much teaching techniques. That sounds like a distance. I'm on the stage and you're in the audience and teaching. No. Mm. What Mary is Mm -hmm. saying, at least I understand it, is you're reminding people gently reminding yes. everybody has this, to be you, to allow yourself in That's the good. what we call the workplace, to be human, be empathetic, because that intentional emotion is, again, I would say like perfume. It will stay with the person or the people or the group that you're speaking with far more than any data you could ever leave with them. It's that human mm-hmm. interaction that really drives the process of business. Oh, that is, is that true? Is that accurate? Would you say? That is absolutely accurate. You picked that up completely, perfectly done, uh, Barry. It really is a reminder. It's really unearthing the very essence of who we are and allowing that vulnerability to happen. A lot of us, you know, have been brought up in this environment of separation between business and ourselves and we have to dress up apart and we have to show up a certain way and we have to speak a certain way and as, as you know the environment and the market and, and, and everything really has changed technology driven change has happened um, generational driven change has happened and so all of this presents itself new for us in, in that in that kind of gray area of how we show up at work who we are and then as as new generations, uh, Gen Zs and millennials are really demanding from brands and from businesses to show up authentic, redefining what that means. It means being human. It means owning up to, you know, vulnerability, owning up to mistakes, owning up to feeling fast, and telling, even telling those stories because we don't have it all together, never, uh, and we're, but we're striving to succeed altogether. And so I think it's, it's really allowing, reminding ourselves of who we are and allowing ourselves to be who we are to be able to tell that story. Thank you so much. Look, um, everybody should know Mary is a, you can hear, dynamic. She's young. She is attractive. Not that young. But she, well, you've been, and and you've been with Microsoft and such for more than 15 years, right? No, I've been in Microsoft seven years, seven years. Oh, seven years. I've been but in the industry. I've been in the industry for more than 15 years. So 15 doing years. what I so do in, in the industry, uh, yeah. are you seeing people coming to what you what's happening in the world? Are people, we call them in quotation marks, millennials or next gen, do mm-hmm. they bring the same kinds of attitudes as people did 15 years ago? Or is there an, a willingness, a greater willingness to, to learn and be authentic and to really be be out there and to, we'll call, harmonize the business world and the emotional world. Yeah, you know, there is definitely a change, and it has been driven by 
so many um, environmental things that have happened, political things that have happened, environmental things that have happened that we've seen in the world. We know that millennials, you know, in Gen Z are, are at the after 9-11 era here in America. And that these kind of changed the way they think about connections, the way they think about their own relationships with brands or businesses. And what we're seeing is that they make themselves an extension of the brand. In other words, if they choose your business, they're really choosing not only the product and the service that you offer, they're choosing you as a friend, and that is an extension of them. They see the brand or the business as an extension. And so in terms of communication, in terms of, um, you know, business uh, connection, in terms of loyalty, which does exist, Brands have had to think about, again, much more beyond what they offer just as a business and how they present themselves uh, to these new generations that are coming along and, and really uh, almost wooing them, right? And the storytelling really is working in that aspect because it does it well. It goes beyond the product or service, you know, the features of the products and services, and it really tells the story of why we exist. What we're also seeing is that these generations are also looking for brands to do a little bit more in terms of social good. So brands should really think about not only does my business, you know, drive economic impact in my community or in my space or in the industry, but how does it serve beyond that for social good? How does it attach itself to something like you know, that goes beyond just carbon footprint or the regular corporate social responsibilities we were thinking about back in the 80s and 90s. Today, it's more about how, why we exist beyond the product and service. And the product and service, how does it serve to drive that idea or that uh, philosophical change for good? Positivity is what people are looking for in these generations. Again, they come from, uh, you know, a moment where they're thinking, wow, the world is changing. It's changing fast. Technology is making it change fast. What keeps us connected in, in the age of automation and AI and robots? What will keep us connected? Well, it's stories and it's humanity. So they seek that and they're hungry for it. This is so <sighs> touching in the sense that I, I am chronologically 70 years. I <laughs> live in the world of a 28-year-old. My body is a 48-year-old because I swim two miles a day. And my, what I call SOW is my sense of wonder. My sense of wonder is eight. So I love what you're saying here that brand matters, not just what it can deliver, but what it delivers to the world. And you're right. Mm -hmm. The story is essential. And to have Mary being going around the world, literally, whether she's physically going around the world, she's on the phone with people around the world (laughs) to enable people to be empathetic. I love your wording. And when we come back, I'd like you to talk a little bit about inclusion. But I just want to mention one thing. I asked Mary before we did the call, give me one of your favorite quotes. So one of her favorite quotes she says is, be kind. It's free. Be (laughs) kind. It's free. And guess guess who she quoted when she said that? herself (laughs) because she interacts with human beings regularly but a lot of these human beings are really people who are involved with machines Uh, and if it's not a machine in literally in the sense of uh, a computer data you just mentioned ai and and robots Mm -hmm. and all that's happening Mm -hmm. and before our very eyes we all know as sure as we're sitting here or listening that when you listen to this same podcast five years from now 
the physical world as we know it in terms of things happening will be different. And the ability to Mm -hmm. embrace that differentness and to talk about empathy and storytelling and inclusion, which we'll focus on when we come back after this short break, I'd really like to have your insight on it because here's a woman who travels to Swaziland in Morocco. We'll talk about that also when we come back. And one of her favorite books is the Bible. So, hello, if you talk about mm-hmm. stories, there is no greater story ever told <laughs> than the Bible. It's what animates. Yeah. So, wow, Mary, you are just, you, you're getting me going, kid. I love it. So, uh, we're going to just say Thank a you. quick break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes, everybody. Not only don't go away, sit on the edge of your seat. And remember, go to barryshore.com, explore, and get ready to share this. It's fabulous. See you in just a couple of minutes. Bye now. Hi, everybody. It's summertime. And summertime means it's hot, and oftentimes we get sticky. And here's the best way I know to take care of your body, smell good, and be good. It's called Native. N-A-T-I-V-E, native. This is something really wonderful because it works. And people love it. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's ingredients that you know because it's all natural. It's made in the USA. And there's something for everyone. This is really good-smelling but pleasant product. No risk to try it. Free returns and exchanges in the United States. And if you work right now, go to the site, nativedeodorant.com. You'll get 20% off your first purchase when you use that special code called Barry, B-A-R-R-Y. That's me. I use it. I love it. You will too. 20% off your first purchase. Go to nativedeodorant.com. N-A-T-I-V-E, deodorant.com. Put in the promo code capital B-A-R-R-Y, Barry. You'll be glad you did, and so will everybody else. This stuff is great. Bye. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful Bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And have we found good and gooder and goodest? Yeah, I'm making up words because that's fun. That's that's storytelling. We have miracles. <laughs> that is. 
<laughs> the, one of the greatest storytellers in the world because she tells the story about doing good, being well, and enhancing life. And we just left here we, on a great note, be kind, it's free, that's her quote. We talked about the Bible, which is the essence of the story. I'd like to talk about a little bit more about what Miri does in the world. Uh, just to give you a broad base, tell us about what you do with your philanthropic work in places like Swaziland and Morocco. Yeah. And yeah, what, absolutely. Know, how does that impact you? I know. So you did mention at the beginning uh, Casablanca, and I have been there, and you actually were talking about it. I was just sort of transported in my mind back to this incredible city, so rich with history and culture and delicious food. Uh, and actually, there's a restaurant there that I kind of mimics the one in the, in the, uh, the actual movie, and I had the opportunity to eat there. It's just an incredible experience being there. The people are so amazing. Um, I had the opportunity to go there, and Microsoft has an, uh, a, a corporate, a corporate uh, organization called My Skills for Africa, and it's really about expanding knowledge uh, and sharing knowledge in the sector uh, of the world. And so um, you, vol- you actually get to volunteer, but it's a double, it's kind of like, you know, you volunteer, you submit your application, and then Microsoft selects you out of the, you know, 120,000 employees, and then the organization has to select you as well. So you like a double interview process um, that before you get picked to go. And then, so I was actually uh, selected twice to do two tours, uh, one in Morocco, one in Swaziland, and these were tours around the storytelling and social media, so really helping in social enterprises, uh, and these are enterprises that are led by women mostly, and they, you know, they build their business on, on arts and crafts, and, and that, that profit they make actually goes back to their village or their schools or their local hospitals, so it's really, not, they're not making money themselves, it's really for their community, which I think is an incredible thing that they do, and so a lot of Times these businesses don't have or don't know, you know, how to get out there for the world to see what they're doing, how to really, uh, you know, globalize their market, if you will. And so I went in and, you know, taught him, taught them these techniques around storytelling, around social media, how to use the tools, especially in the sectors they find themselves with um, different nuances uh, to connect uh, in terms of connectivity and what's available to them as, as technology. Uh, it differs there. So um, I've done that and I've also taken just all over the world, really, these techniques uh, to people that need it uh, at the individual level because you can use it for personal branding. Uh, so I actually have uh, over 15 mentees uh, that I'm, that for me are, you know, they're, I love them so much, and I use my personal time to teach them and to grow them. And I do these uh, cyclical men- mentorships because I can't, you know, do all of them, uh, and a lot of people do request. But I do spend time, and I, I cycle them, uh, and I prepare them to go tell the story. So by the time they're done with my mentorship, um, which is volunteer, work that I do, they walk out with the techniques and they're able to actually tell the stories and the success stories have been incredible. So for me, storytelling is just beyond what I do in the business. It really is uh, how do I, I can help people and, and remind them again, remind them how to use this uh, very power that we have to tell our story, to really share the story, uh, to become better people uh, and to evangelize that. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to make mention of something. In, in my humble opinion, uh, Africa, of course, is a continent very diverse. So Swaziland is, yes. is extremely different than Morocco. By the same token, 
people who are living in Africa are mostly living, as you said, in communities. So when people do things, it's less about the individual and more about the community because they're still living in that atmosphere and it's so wonderful because they are the essence of storytelling this has been happening there for thousands of years they so you're right all you have to do is remind them as long as they can have access to social media processes and the information that's given by a caring dedicated being i.e you then yes you are (laughs) Literally, you're going mad, Mary. You're making a yes, difference. Yes, I'm going mad. And I'm, yeah, I'm making people go, wow. <laughs> Aha, words of wisdom, baby, because you're smiling and seeing miracles in life every day. So I want to also make okay. mention of a quote that uh, wonderful Mary loves. I happen to love also from this author, Dr. Seuss. Now, remember I told everybody, F you, everybody. That's a sort of a Dr. Okay. Seuss type of thing. It's F-U-N-N. Because you say F you to people, they go, ah, and then you say, oh, and, and fun. Hello. So the the quote is, today you are you. This is truer than true. There's no one alive who is youer than you. Um, I might even start using that as an intro into my show because it's so wonderful. And that's what I want to talk about you. Because part of everything you've been saying has to do with inclusion, Not just Mm -hmm. the fact that, okay, I went to Africa, and I go to Asia, and I go here. But your world, if I may be so bold, when you're running these programs in the summer, you're bringing people from in from all over the world. There is no such thing as Asia or European or African. We are commonly bound and bonded by this thing called humanity, and we all want to drive forward. So tell us a little bit more about what you do in the summertime and how and what it does for people. Yes, yeah, so I also am part of this uh, organization called NIFTI. Uh, it stands, it's an acronym. And it stands for Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship. Um, and I take the time to actually coach students uh, that come from rural, rural areas and uh, areas and in the United States uh, in different backgrounds, diverse backgrounds, and normally they wouldn't have an opportunity to be a part of a program like this. Uh, this program is uh, funded um, but privately, and it's actually in the summer that students come in, they take, instead of going to summer school, they'll take this program, and they take an idea, uh, any idea, and they actually turn it into a business idea. And so throughout the summer, we are coaching these students from the very beginning, from the moment they've had this idea, to actually turn this into a viable business. Uh, And at the end of the summer, they actually get to present their idea, Shark Tank style. So those of you that may not know Shark Tank, it's a show uh, here in America where uh, people present business ideas and they have the entrepreneurs who will fund their ideas to the winners who they think is the best idea. So the students kind of uh, do the same process and they can earn up to $10,000 to begin their business. These are high school students. Um, and so they begin, you know, they would have never uh, had this opportunity to really think of themselves as entrepreneurs and to really actually put their idea as a viable business. Uh, you know, I came from Venezuela, so I was 13 when I came to the United States, and as an immigrant, that didn't exist back then. You know, I kind of had to play my, my, and work my way, uh, through college and, 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 you know, through high school and college. And so 
uh, this is really an incredible way to really drive this new generation of entrepreneurs and say, you can create, you can have your own business and we're here, we are helping you do that. So I do coach, uh, one-on-one these students. I also coach them on the storytelling, how to present the story. I will also, uh, if I'm not coaching, I'll judge these panels. Uh, and this happens every summer and throughout the school year, then they get to actually go in, go back to school because they're junior in high school and they get to actually work on it, how they're going to implement this idea in, in a real market. So it's really incredible to see that happen. This is so empowering. I love what you said by the everybody, like me, because I'm an immigrant. See, when you bring you to the mm-hmm. table, I got to tell everybody a couple of things about Miri. Again, I had the pleasure of meeting her and such like that. So I can attest to one thing, not both, but I think I know both of these things to be true. Number one, ice cream is her superfood. People think mm-hmm. kale is a superfood. It is. But the real superfood is ice cream. Now, I'm going to ask Mary, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? So I actually, I, I know you're going to be surprised, but I actually like vanilla bean. I love the vanilla bean because I Why like am I so, Wait a, a minute. Of First of all, it, <laughs> it is one of the most remarkably tasty. I, my mouth is watering already. So I want to share with you something. Delicious. You know, there's these places around the country that have 28 flavors, 35 flavors, 100 flavors, whatever it is, right? The number yes. one flavor that people ask for in an ice cream parlor, number one is not chocolate. It's mm. vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> when vanilla is done <laughs> right, it is beautiful. So the ultimate I- superfood is vanilla bean ice cream. Everybody should listen to that. And here's the other wonderful thing about Mary. She is so talented. She's so capable. She not only can uh, leap buildings in a single bound, she can run in high heels. <laughs> I can. I swear. It's true. I've mastered in the arts. And I call it a superpower because it is, it's true. Uh, you know, I, I, when I have two boys and when I got pregnant with my first son, uh, my mom was like, you know, you need to stop wearing your heels because, you know, you're pregnant. And, and, and I was like, mom, I'm, I, I can't, like, I literally, can't. I don't know how to walk without wearing heels. Like, I don't know how to do that. So I was up eight months pregnant with huge belly and wearing my heels. And so I, then I moved here to Seattle and it's, it, you know, I don't know if you know, are familiar with the area, but it's very deep hills they have here. So I have had to, you know, really c- continue mastering my art of w- not only walking, but running after my boys, running after my dog, running to a meeting because I'm always, you know, going from one place to the other. And it's it's like this thing of like, oh, my gosh, I'm wearing heels. And, and it's, it's, a lot of people are like, how do you do it? I'm like, you know what? I've done it. And I'm claiming it as a superpower because it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, everybody, I, th- what you just experienced was a story. You can visualize I mean, Look what Mary did. She told us about two boys that she moved to a place called Seattle, which has hills. And in other places, there's a very famous place here in, um, in Santa Monica called The Stairs. And the stairs are about 185 stairs on three different levels, and it's set right by the beach. And people are running up and down those stairs every morning from 4.30 in the morning until 9.30 in the morning, and you can see them all the time. I can see Mary running up Queen Anne Hill in Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Not only running up, but running down. (laughs) So this is truly fabulous. I mean, it's been so powerful being with you because, again, the essence of the story is there's something, a very famous one, as you know, called the hero's journey. And this whole 
process of of being human and moving through everybody has a hero inside of them every single person you meet people in, in Morocco you meet people in Swaziland you meet people from all over the rural parts of America to be able to touch the very essence of the human and unleash their latent power and show them that success is theirs right there. It's in their hands. You don't have to claw. You don't have to fight. You just be. And when you be, you will grow. And when you grow, you will create. And create, as I mentioned to you before, is causing rethinking enabling all to excel that's, that's what right. wonderful miri does and she does it in, in a place with that's touching microsoft 125,000 employees let alone the tens and hundreds of millions of people that are <laughs> affected by the innovations going on i'm going to have to say a, a brief goodbye to you uh, may i give you a big telephone hug in front of 258,000 people Please do. I'll feel it okay. all the way from here. <laughs> Get ready. One, two, three. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, wonderful Mary. I'm going to uh, say goodbye to everybody. I'm going to just wrap up in the next two minutes and wish everybody well. First of all, a huge thank you to wonderful Mary, this perfume. You will continue to have this this. Odor of goodness and power and positiveness and purposefulness that will carry you through. Go to barryshore.com. Remember to listen again and download this and share it. Share it with at least five people, family, friends, and people you don't even think are friends or you don't like. It doesn't matter, especially them. Build bridges. Because remember what Mary said, be kind. It's free. Kind it's stands free. for Kind Thank stands you. for inspiring noble deeds that's what it means to be kind and and thank thank people to harmonize and network kindness we thank you for being here we thank people in our lives we thank even when people cut us off in the freeway because when you do that you are smiling you're seeing miracles in life every day you're alive and therefore f you everybody F-U, capital N, capital N. Have fun, and you will enter into the world of the joy of living. And when you do that, it's WWW. What a wonderful world. And remember, the show is all all about and exists only for you. Y-O-U, E-W-E. Make sure that you go mad. Be the best being you can. Go make a difference. Life is so short. Fill it with love. Love stands for living on vibrant energy. And when you do that, you will go forth. You will live the blessing. You will spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Bye now. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye, Mary. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. 
Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.